Hi there and welcome to Revitalise the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lulu Lincoln. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 22, Psalm 22 and Matthew 22. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, it's a brand new week and a fresh opportunity to grow in you, to know you, to be loved by you and make your love and your goodness known to others. Holy Spirit, would you strengthen me today, provide grace for me that I would do the things that please you and even out those uneven places in my heart so that I can become more and more like Jesus. And Father, as I read your word, I just, I ask you that people would would be given a fresh hope and fresh security and re-established and reaffirmed in the goodness of God and that they would be reminded that you are, that you're their God and that nothing is too hard for you and even going out for a walk for a breath of fresh air is still, is still our privilege. Father, I'm considering those in America and those in Ghana transitioning um, and preparing, Father, um, electing, voting, you know, even, even, Father, where there's no change of government, it's still a brand new season. And I ask you that where there's unsettling, Father, where there is um, confusion and where there is hatred, Father, where there is anger, this is something I particularly struggle with, Father, with anger, dealing with opposition and things that um, upset me and managing it in a way that is pleasing to you. Help me. And I don't doubt that I'm the only person that feels that way. Be in us so that we can glorify you at all moments in time. You are a faithful God and even in your anger, you did not destroy man, but you gave us Jesus. So have your perfect way in me today, um, in those who are listening and in all the believers across the world and draw those who are not yet in you to be with you and close to your heart through Jesus Christ, your beloved son. Amen. Genesis 22. Now, after these things, God tested the faith and the commitment of Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he answered, here I am. God said, take now your son, your only son of promise whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah and offer him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and then he got up and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day of travel, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Abraham said to his servant, settle down and stay here with the donkey, the young man and I will go over there and worship God and we will come back to you. Then Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on the shoulders of Isaac his son and he took the fire, the fire pot in his own hand and the sacrificial knife and the two of them walked on together. And Isaac said to Abraham, my father, and he said, here I am, my son. Isaac said, look, the fire and the wood, 
But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself a lamb for the burnt offering. And so the two walked on together. And when they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood and bound Isaac, his son, and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. The angel of the Lord called him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he answered, here I am. The Lord said, do not reach out with the knife in your hand against the boy and do nothing to harm him. For I know that you fear God with reverence and profound respect, since you have not withheld from me your son, your only son of promise. Then Abraham looked up and glanced around, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went up and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering, ascending sacrifice instead of his son. And so Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide. And it is said to this day, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be seen and provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, By myself, on the basis of who I am, I have sworn an oath, declares the Lord, that since you have done this thing and have not withheld from me your son, your only son of promise, indeed I will greatly bless you and I will greatly multiply your descendants like the stars of the heavens and like the sand on the seashore and your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies as conquerors. Through your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have heard and obeyed my voice. And so Abraham returned to his servants and they got up and went with him to Beersheba and Abraham settled in Beersheba. Now after these things, Abraham was told, Milcah has borne children to your brother Nahor. Uz, the firstborn, and Buz, his brother, and Kemuel, the father of Aram, Chesed, and Hazo, and Pildash, and Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. These eight children Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. Nahor's concubine, whose name was Rumah, gave birth to Teba, and Gaham, and Tahash, and Markah. Psalm 22, a cry of anguish and a song of praise. To the chief musician, set to the tune of Ajaleth Hashahar, the Doe of the Dawn, a Psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I call out by day but you do not answer, and by night, but I find no rest, nor quiet, but you are holy, O you who are enthroned in the holy place, where the praises of Israel are offered, in you our fathers trusted, leaned on, relied on, and were confident. They trusted, and you rescued them, they cried out to you, and were delivered, they trusted in you, and were not disappointed or ashamed. But I am treated as a worm, insignificant and powerless and not a man. I am the scorn of men and despised by people. All who see me laugh at me and mock me. 
They insultingly open their lips, they shake their head, saying, He trusted and committed himself to the Lord. Let him save him. Let him rescue him, because he delights in him. Yet you are he who pulled me out of the womb. You made me trust when on my mother's breasts. I was cast upon you from birth, from my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many enemies like bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They open wide their mouths against me like a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted by anguish within me, and my strength is dried up like a fragment of clay pottery, and my dry tongue clings to my jaws and you have laid me in the dust of death for a pack of dogs have surrounded me a gang of evildoers has encircled me they pierced my hands and my feet and I can count all my bones and they look and they stare at me they divide my clothing among them and cast lots for my garment but you O Lord do not be far from me O my help come quickly to my assistance Rescue my life from the sword, my only life from the paw of the dog, the executioner. Save me from the lion's mouth, from the horns of the wild oxen. You answer me. And I will tell you, I will tell of your name to my countrymen. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord with awe-inspired reverence, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honour him. Fear him with submissive wonder, all you descendants of Israel, for he has not despised nor detested the suffering of the afflicted, nor has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him for help, he listened. My praise will be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows made in a time of trouble before those who reverently fear him. The afflicted will eat and be satisfied and those who diligently seek him and require him as their greatest need will praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down and worship before you. For the kingship and the kingdom are the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship, and all those who go down to the dust of the dead will bow before him. Even he who cannot keep his soul alive, posterity will serve him, and they will tell of the Lord to the next generation, and they will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born, that he has done it, and that it is finished. Matthew 22. And Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sent his servants to call those who had previously been invited to the wedding feast, but they refused to come. Then he sent out some other servants, saying, Tell those who who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and fattened calves are butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention, they disregarded the invitation, treating it with contempt, and went away, one to his farm and another to his business. 
The rest of the invited guests seized his servants and mistreated them, insulting and humiliating them and killed them. The king was enraged when he heard this and sent his soldiers and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. So go to the main highways that lead out of the city and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. Those servants went out into the streets and gathered together all the people they could find, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with dinner guests sitting at the banquet table. But when the king came in to see the dinner guests, he saw a man there who was not dressed appropriately in wedding clothes. And he said, friend, how did you come in here without wearing the wedding clothes that were provided for you? And the man was speechless and without excuse. Then the king said to the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him into the darkness outside. In that place there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. For many are called, invited and summoned, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went and conspired together, plotting how to trap him by distorting what he had said. They sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and that you teach the way of God truthfully, without concerning yourself about what anyone thinks or says of your teachings, for you are impartial and do not seek anyone's favour, and you treat all people alike regardless of status. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it permissible, according to Jewish law and tradition, to pay a poll tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, asked, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the poll tax. And they brought him a denarius and a day's wage. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? And they said, Emperor, the Emperor Tiberius, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Then pay to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And when they heard this, they were caught off guard, and they left him and went away. On that day, some Sadducees, who say that there is no resurrection of the dead, came to him and asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies, leaving no children, his brother as next of kin shall marry his widow and raise children for his brother. Now there are seven brothers among us, the first married and died. Having no children, left his wife to his brother. The second also died childless, and the third down to the seventh. Last of all, the woman died. So in resurrection, whose wife of the seven will she be? For they all had married her. But Jesus replied to them, You are all wrong, because to know you know neither the scriptures which teach the resurrection, nor the power of God, for he is able to raise the dead. For in the resurrection neither do men marry nor are women given to marriage but they are like angels in heaven who do not marry nor produce children but as to the resurrection of the dead have you not read in the scripture of what god said to you i am the god of abraham and the god of isaac and the god of jacob he is not the god of the dead but of the living when the crowds heard this they were astonished at his preaching now when the pharisees heard that he had silenced and muzzled Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, an expert in Mosaic law, asked Jesus a question to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind.
This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself, that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others. The whole law and the writings of the prophets depend on these two commandments. Now while the Pharisees were still gathered together, Jesus asked them a question. What do you Pharisees think of the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed? Whose son is he? They said to him, the son of David. And Jesus asked, how is it then that David, by inspiration of the Spirit, calls him Lord, saying, the Lord, the Father, said to my Lord, the Son, the Messiah, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. So then, if David calls him, the Son, the Messiah, Lord, how is he David's son? No one was able to say a word to him in answer, nor from that day on. Did anyone dare to question him again? This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we are (laughs) an unyielding generation. And I ask you that you'd forgive us for our haughtiness. And they dared to challenge the Lordship of Jesus Christ and try to put him in a corner and mocking him and insulting him. And Father, what I love most about your word is that you can find scriptures anywhere that are intrinsically linked to show mankind that in our rebellious state, you still loved us. David foretold of the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Abraham, with (laughs) his open heart and, and willingness to sacrifice his son, showed all of history all of history and all of mankind that he was prepared to do the very thing that you did for us which was give up your your only begotten son and I still I still do not understand how someone could do that I'm a mother and I would not in a million years give my children up for mankind I wouldn't I I wouldn't there's no amount of money you could pay me to do that But Father, in your mercy and in your goodness, you sacrificed, you gave your son up for us. That we would be considered blameless. That we would be in the assembly of the faithful. That we would be considered righteous. And they pierced your side and they cast lots with your clothes. Your bones were broken. And water came and blood came. They pierced your side, and they pierced your hands, and they pierced your feet. I just feel um, undone and and angry because I I don't I don't I don't think the impact of that has really settled on me as it should have done, Father. And that's what I'm repenting for today. Would you enlarge my understanding and my human wisdom and and insight that I can be? more grateful for the work of the cross now I don't know everything about the bible and you know I'm not really thinking about this theologically I'm thinking of this from the point of view as a human being whose life was spared by another person God in human flesh and and on this Monday that's what I'm thankful for and David ended Psalm 22 with it is finished and those famous words you, de- you declared on the cross, it is finished. And I'm saying to those who are listening, Father, that no matter what is happening around us, it is finished. And that work on the cross, the timing, one sacrifice for all time, not annual, not monthly, 
not every season, but the final offering, the final Passover lamb, which was Jesus Christ, it is finished. You are my God and my only King. Help me not to live in rebellion, but to live in awe of your gift, not just at Christmas time, not just at Easter, not just at you know New Year's Eve when I want to wipe the slate clean, but every day let me live in the shadow of your wings as a believer. And I ask you to extend that same grace to those who are listening, that they would not just um, not be undone, but to walk in faith that they were loved so much because you decided to give your life for them. Who am I? Who am I that you would give your life for me? Just the little lower than angels you have made me. And Father, we give you glory and we give you praise and we give you honour. And I ask you to have your perfect way. And as this word travels and as this word speaks, you said in your word that the, the blood of Jesus speaks a better covenant than the blood of Abel. Because the blood of Jesus saves, the blood of Abel did not save anybody. The blood of goats and lambs saved nobody. But the blood of Jesus saves all who will believe. And I thank you for that blood. I thank you for the power of your name, Jesus. And I thank you, Father, and I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being willing to work in me, to transform me, to do great things for you, but also your willingness to transform those who are willing to be more like you. And I bless you for that, Father, and I honestly, I love you so much, Lord. So much. Have your way. Have your way, my God. In Jesus' name. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sins, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, 
I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.